the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Steve Teal, Very Bold Radio and Podcast. This is part two of my interview with my son, David Teal. He is a missionary with Youth with Mission, YWAM, in the School of Biblical Studies in Amsterdam, the Netherlands. And we're just having a great time. So I want you to jump in, enjoy with me as I interview my son, David Teal. Man, so the tournament tournament starts and, I mean, we – we play the first game and they they're they're good and and we we are good yeah yeah um especially for like non-pro players like we we are good but these guys are also good and athletic and yeah. quick um but it was also their first tournament which was nice i mean we we're trying yeah. to figure it out together a bit um yeah, but we we managed to beat them we play a second team beat them wow. third team beat them fourth team beat them fifth team beat wow. them so we we leave the groups i mean undefeated but a couple of them were i mean Good, good matches. Yeah. A couple we, I mean, uh, manage quite well. Yeah. Um, and so then we get to the elimination, play the first round. Uh, I mean, one. Uh, then the second round we played the first team we played who were good, and that match was exhausting. I mean, wow. we uh, every match was going uh, basically into uh, overtime, and every point was sprints, basically. Wow. And at this point, you had already been playing for – like five six hours um and then but we we managed to beat them play another team very difficult beat them i think one more game possibly beat them and then we get to the final and wow, that was a lot i mean you're playing at that point eight hours genuinely i mean kind of if you picture yeah i mean tennis or i don't know handball or something i mean your arm you're swinging all day so your arm is oh tired gosh. and at this point, you're diving as well, so <laughs> hips are bruised and everything. Yeah. And we we get to this game and or to this match. We win the first first uh, set. I mean, pretty. Uh, we won like 21 to 13 or something. Okay. So right. we thought, or I kind of felt like oh, I think we might actually win this. And then the second game, I mean, they they came back and won like 21 to 18 or something. And then the the third game oh, was so so tight, and we're just diving around, and it's just you're just you're just game mode. Yeah. Uh, but we we managed to win like twenty one to eighteen or nineteen or something. But it was oh so wow. fun. So uh, wow. Yeah, it was fun. So we uh, as of I mean for the next year we're the intermediate Dutch. Yeah, the national Dutch champions. champions. Yeah, national champions. So that's, that's fun. Yeah, yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, so we have a nice, a nice photo of uh, Sonder lifting, <sighs> lifting me up. And uh, why don't I have that photo for Mark right yeah. now? Dang it, my, my loss. Yeah. That's tough. But that, I mean, that yeah. was that was fun. That's yeah. incredible. But also, because I I hadn't been playing in like such a competitive yeah. atmosphere in any sport, and yeah, six seven years maybe. Right. So then to be in a yeah. final in a tournament with uh also a whole crowd that were for our opponents oh no yeah what? so they were all cheering and i mean we were just these two strangers coming to ruin their day and that <laughs> we did, ruin I mean, their was, day and you did it. it was fun yeah and it, uh, yeah just i like the hostility of everyone being against you it's fun yeah. you like that man I you're do. uh yeah. very competitive that I, way i yeah, yeah i am that's yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a great look. Yeah, that's a, you're not too sure about that. Yeah. All right, I've got a question off of that, yep. and then we'll talk. Um, talking to my son here, David Teal, missionary with yep. Youth with a Mission. If you've heard of Youth with a Mission, then you know the lingo. You can tell, like, if somebody's like, "Oh, YWAM," then you're like, "Ah, you know what Youth with a Mission is." And then the School of Biblical Studies. Yep. 
which I'll have you explain in just a minute. Um, but I also want to ask you what you can say like in Dutch. How's your Dutch? Oh. You've been in the Netherlands for how long? Yeah. What did we decide? Four and a half years. Four and a half years. Yeah. And after you've been there a while, you have to like pass a certain yeah. level of proficiency. And yeah. I remember you being a little bit nervous about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. 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 if you don't pass it, you get fined. Yeah, you get fined. <laughs> that's yeah, crazy. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can you say just something in Dutch? I don't know how your Dutch is. I mean, Happy New Year or whatever. I mean, how proficient is your Dutch? Yeah, it's 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 okay. For non Dutchies, it's like decent. Yeah. But for Dutchies, I mean it's yeah. Yeah, not not great. Not yeah, great. but it's. I mean, I I can understand a lot. Then speaking is, um, yeah, not not as good. Okay, yeah. can you say? Can you throw out something for us? Oh, yeah. No? What can you do? Uh, yeah. Hello, hello, Ikvin David. That's David. Right, David. Hello, Ikvin David. Uh, yeah, this is uh, my father. Uh, and here vandaag wij zijn ja on uh, very bold podcast, radio podcast uh, yeah very bold <laughs> radio and podcast uh, yeah nice Spreker. what did you yeah. what did you say that lesson yeah who knows who yeah, knows? no no today <laughs> hello this yeah today we're we're okay uh, yeah. Over, uh, yeah, speaking on gotcha. very bold radio podcast. I love podcasts. it. Yeah. I love it. All right. That was yeah. great. That was great. Yeah. Wasn't even one of the random questions. No. All right. We're going to go long. We're going to do a few more random questions. But okay. um, I would like you to explain I, I, the elevator pitch of what uh, – yeah. it can be a little bit longer. But what YWAM SBS is. Like you said, you've been mm-hmm. there almost five years now. You mm-hmm. and uh, Sonder mm-hmm. and his wife, Julia, yeah. are – co-leaders over the School of Biblical Studies yep. there, correct? Yep. Which is really cool. I want to say as a dad, which you'll love, I mean, it's been really cool to hear from like kind of, you know, secondhand, but YWAM legends that you guys are killing it, that you guys are doing such a great job that they, I mean, really just see, you know, you guys have added some elements to it. But tell people that have no idea what mm-hmm. SBS is, mm-hmm. what are we talking about? Do I need to introduce YWAM? Introduce YWAM. Okay. You should be hosting this podcast. That's all I good. Can tell you. That's all good. Uh, so, yeah, YWAM, which is Youth with a Mission, yeah. um, is just an international missions organization with, I mean, really two two focuses. You have more uh, training side uh, that is uh, all about training and equipping um, followers of Christ and what it means to be a follower of Christ. Yeah. And, uh, so for some people, they come to be trained, that is, uh, because they want to be a missionary or they want to be, yeah, um, yeah whatever. And yeah. so they want to be uh, trained in what, what does it mean to be a missionary? Um, uh, but also then YWAM then is very practical and that they want to just uh, the training really is focused on okay, how can you, uh, how how can you as an individual yeah. follow Christ and whatever He's calling you into. So, uh, if you want to be a missionary, that's that's great. Then uh, we have training for that. But also, if you just want to be a follower of Christ, who then is wanting to be a barber or a barista or, um, uh, yeah. Lion tamer, lion tamer, lion tamer. Perhaps, perhaps. <laughs> Is that what you were going to say? Well, not lion tamer, <laughs> but <laughs> but in Brazil they do have a school focus on like no circus. Way. Stop yeah. it. So it's what? all circus related stuff. So if you want to be a light <laughs> in the circus, yeah, yeah, world. Then this is how you do it. So there's, I mean, some practical <laughs> training. Funny. Okay. But then is yeah, how how can you be a blessing in that area? Yeah. So it's wow. it's really, I mean, I just focus on okay, how can you mm. be a light in wherever you feel called yeah. to? Uh, doesn't have to be lifelong missions, yeah. but can yeah. be if you feel called to the lion circus, <laughs> lion taming. Yeah. So basically, so, so uh, real quick. So yeah. for some people like you out of high school, yeah. instead of going to college, instead of doing A, B or C, yeah. you went to YWAM discipleship training school, which uh-huh. is the first step for anybody going yeah. into YWAM. Yep, yep, yep. And you could have come back and I mean, just decide, I mean, you became a disciple through that. Like you became a missionary, you became, I mean, all those things. So, I mean, it is for people who, mm-hmm. 
I mean, it's great for somebody right out of high school just to go through this six-month-long yeah. training and missions yeah. just to kind of get their faith established, if yeah. nothing yeah. else. I mean, yeah. Yeah. but for some people, it is like a path, like it has yeah. been for you yeah. into missions. Okay. Yeah. 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 All right. Yeah. What were we going to say? Do you remember? Yeah. Uh, probably threw you off. Probably threw me about off, lion taming. All, probably. Probably. Um, no, but it, I mean, it's just, uh, yeah, so you have this training side and what you just mentioned, discipleship yeah. training school then is... Um, just awesome. So that, that is a six month program, three months of training, equipping, I mean, uh, being discipled by, uh, yeah, by Jesus followers, uh, who have a lot of experience. And then after those three months, then you go, uh, three months of just serving and, uh, loving and, and caring for people. Um, uh, and though, I mean, that school discipleship training school is just life changing. I yeah. mean, it changed, changed my life. Right. I, I see it, uh, every three months, a new school comes and I just see their lives yeah. change, why they, um, do life, the joy they live with, the peace they live with just changes yeah. uh, because it's being centered around Jesus. So, um, it's just life changing, yeah. um, so, and then that's where it's awesome because it's not just a program for, okay, if you want to be a missionary, all right, then yeah. you can come be discipled, be trained and equipped. Uh, it's not just for missionaries, but it's for, if, if you're just a follower of Christ and you want to learn and grow in how do I do life with Jesus, then this is, this is it. I mean, this is yeah. awesome. It's, this is for you. It's just, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so, but then out of that, some people then go to missions, some then go back into whatever they feel called Lion to, taming. which is awesome. Lion taming. Um, the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Kind so that kind is cliche, but. kind of cliche. Yeah. So that, that's the first part of YMM. Okay. The second part then is just ministry focus. So for yeah. example, YMM Amsterdam has uh, many different ministries, a ministry uh, working in the red light district that is, I mean, been there for years of just caring for the women. Um, yeah. Behind the windows yeah. and just loving mm. them, caring for them, building relationships with them. And, uh, yeah, helping them get out of their current situation and give them training and wow. love them and, I mean, ultimately point them to Jesus, but also help them in getting them into a new Practical situation. Ways, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, But then there's, I mean, homeless ministry, I mean, ministries helping refugees, um, yeah. uh, just street evangelism, I mean, all different things of just how can we love, yeah, the city of mm. Amsterdam. Uh, also art ministries and, I mean, just cool. creative things to help people engage with yeah. the kingdom of God. So it's super cool. So yeah. then uh, SBS, School of Biblical Studies, then yeah. uh, is uh, one of the training schools. So after you do a discipleship training school, then there's tons of schools that you can do to have further training. So um, I'm part of the School of Biblical Studies, which then is a nine-month uh, course that yeah. is uh, basically, oh man, just a Bible intensive school where uh, it's nine nine months of getting to get in the Word and uh, really just being transformed by I mean the Holy Spirit and what the Holy Spirit is uh, doing through the Word. I mean it's um, just awesome. So uh, as a program, then what we do is uh, we will study the whole Bible. We'll go through every book of the Bible and. Uh, for example, when we get to Romans, we will then read Romans at least five times. But that is done because each time we read it, we study the book with so a, cool. with basically using a different method yeah. to study it. That then each read, so all five reads, then build upon each other to really help you just dive deep into yeah. each book. And you're going verse by verse. And um, as we're I mean, going through the book, then we're also... Uh, part of the SBS is focused on, okay, uh, as you're going through the Bible, we also then need to understand the original context of the Bible. So Romans, what is the context that's yeah. being written? Uh, it was written in, and how does that help us interpret uh, for us today? Yeah. Um, so it is just awesome. I mean, it's nine yeah. months of getting to be in the Word. And I mean, you're in a community, you're in a school of people who are like you and hungry for the Word, and you're just... Uh, learning from each other, you're, I mean, just encouraging each other, bouncing off each other, and just growing uh, so much. Um, so it's it's awesome. I mean, it's just this tiny, like, micro community of people who are just just sprinting after yeah. Jesus through the the Word and through, I mean, just uh, 
uh, yeah, the truth that is Jesus. Yeah. I mean, that it's uh, it's great. Yeah, that is a great explanation. And sometimes I'll just tell people like, well, in nine months they go through the Bible like five times, so yeah. now they understand. Like, yeah, you're going through Matthew or whatever in yeah. a week or whatever five times, yeah. uh, but at the end of it, you've gone through the Bible five times, yeah. Yeah. Uh, which is so cool. So. Um, uh, tell me, like, the class size, how many students yeah. and internationally kind of give us a flavor of where they're from yeah. and how many, you know, team yeah. members maybe too. Yeah. 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 This year our class is 13. Yeah. Years before we've had 15, 17, sure. um, even a bit bigger. But it feels like often the classes are around 13 to 18, and it's just very international. So, yeah, um, yeah it's a, it's mostly – uh, going to be North Americans, so American Canadians, and uh, then European, uh, and then every year we just have a bit of splash of maybe from Asia, maybe from Africa or South America. Um, because we're in Amsterdam, then it's quite difficult to get visas for people mm. outside of, I mean, North America or Europe. Yeah. Um, so that's why then, I mean, we we love to have more, but. Uh, it's just very difficult. So, I mean, every year we're also praying, I mean, just for God to make a, a way for yeah. uh, those people as there are many applications that then we try, but often just can't make the visa requirements. But so this year we have, I mean, those from, uh, I mean, someone from Germany, someone from France, uh, Norway, I mean, a cool. couple from America. Um, yeah, Vietnam, South Africa. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's fun, very international, right? Uh, which is uh, beautiful because that—I mean—that's just heaven. That's yeah. that is the kingdom of God, and and getting to learn from each other and uh, see how I mean we we're all relating to God, but coming from a s- different place, but coming together, meeting Jesus in the in the center. So, um, so it's it's great. I I need someone from. Vietnam to really challenge my worldview to understand yeah. why do I do what I do? Is this is this Jesus like? Is this um, does this reflect Him or is this just a thing of my culture? So yeah. it really helps you to just come to Jesus in the middle. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, so somebody who's listening and maybe it's a parent, maybe it's whomever, um, but they're thinking, man, that, I would love for my child, my son, or my daughter. To do that, like maybe that gap year out of high school would be, in this case, to go to YWAM, DTS. Mm -hmm. They're all over the world. The one in Amsterdam's great, right? Yeah. And then once they completed that, if they wanted more training, then they could go to like SBS. And there's other tracks as well, but that's – that's a possibility. Yeah. I really highly recommend, um, you know, Samantha has been through uh, uh, the DTS, a mm-hmm. uh, little different one called Crossroads, I think, mm-hmm. um, which was really great for her. And I really recommend this for um, high school students, like before going off to college or whatever, just to man, go and get immersed mm-hmm. in discipleship and doing missions just – and you really can't go anywhere in the world mm-hmm. basically. So – and mm-hmm. also endorse people going back and doing what you did, doing mm-hmm. SBS. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. all right, um, man, we've we're having a great time. I'm having a great having time. Having a ball, having a ball, play ball, uh, play ball. But uh, I do. I did promise in the Facebook description, oh, and man. we we don't have to take long. Yeah. But you're about to teach on Leviticus uh-huh. in mean, about a month. Yeah, in about yeah, a month. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's coming up. Um, <laughs> Man, just tell us when I think about Leviticus. Out of all sixty-six books, uh-huh. it's like, man, that's just the hardest one to get through, and uh-huh. all these laws and all these regulations. Like, I would never, on my own, just think, "Hey, I think I'm going to develop a sermon series on Levit- Leviticus." But you're going to be lecturing on it. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit because you were sharing with me the other day, and I was just like, "Wow, man, that sounds really cool." What can you tell us about what you're going to be doing with Leviticus? And I also want them to yeah. hear about how you're making it kind of creative as well. So what do you, what do you want to tell us about yeah. Leviticus? Why Leviticus? Yeah. I, uh, did you draw the short straw? No, no just I just didn't. Kidding. Yeah. Did you want to do Leviticus? I, I wanted to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, just That's every <laughs> every year we, uh, as, as a staff team, I mean, we just look at the books and think about and pray about, okay, maybe what's something – uh, we want to teach. What do we yeah. want to go for? Spend time studying. And uh, for me, I mean, I've I've done other books. I mean, before, but then Leviticus just stood out. Where it's like, ah, that's just I just want to go for it. Where like 
in the SBS because we have, I mean, great teachers and everything. Yeah. Um, like they just they will already make Leviticus just come alive. <laughs> wow. Um, that I would say. I mean, I was telling you at some point. I feel like for a lot of SBS students, it's the books like Leviticus, uh, Deuteronomy um, that really like suddenly become some of your favorite mm. books that, I mean, general church Leviticus. I mean, you're just trying to get through Leviticus as right. quickly as possible in your Bible, uh, Bible in a year plan. Yeah. Um, but then when you're studying Leviticus in the context and you look at the – the other neighboring cultures oh. of the Israelites yeah. um, and looking at their rituals, their practices, uh, suddenly, I mean, Leviticus is just such a, uh, such a beautiful, oh, wow. um, beautiful book. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I had been part of like four or five Leviticus lectures before and already enjoyed it. Um, but man, I was just like, man, there's just so much more. So I want to dive deeper into wow. it. So that that's why... I chose to teach it, uh, and I, I think for me, then what is uh, just just so special is uh, so. I mean, you're going Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus. I mean, Exodus, uh, God delivers the Israelites out of Egypt, out of slavery. Um, but I mean, we just have to realize. I mean, the, these Israelites were just in Egypt for 400 years. Uh, didn't hear much mm. from God, if if at all. I mean, very little. Yeah. We just know nothing of those 400 years, really. Um, but they're in a foreign country for 400 years. So if you think about yeah. that, 400 years ago, where our mm. ancestors are, I mean, yeah. is, I mean, that's before the U.S., I mean, is even a country. Right. I mean, um, true. So if you would imagine, <laughs> I mean, we're American today. If suddenly, you know, I, I took you and brought you to Venezuela for 400 years, you're right. probably not going to carry much of your American identity 400 exactly. years later. Um, and so the Israelites are probably the same. I mean, they're in this Egyptian culture for 400 years, yeah. like, yes, separate, but still, I mean, this, this is the world they're growing up in and they, they don't, they don't know who God is really. They just know, yeah, he's the, he is the being that he is the God of our forefathers, but we don't really know yeah. much outside of that. And uh, so God delivers them out of Israel, but, um, and, and you'll see at the end of Exodus, I mean, he, he, mm. he tells them, build a tabernacle. I want to dwell uh, among you guys. I want to live, I mean, with you guys. I'm not separate. I want to be mm. within you guys. I want to be your neighbor. Um, but you, you see this feeling at the end of Exodus. I mean, the, the people, they're, they're just afraid of who this mm. Yahweh, who this God is, because they, they just don't know him that mm. well. And mm. what they would be uh, just familiar with are these Egyptian gods who are, I mean, these angry gods that you, you need to sacrifice things to. You, I mean, these distant, I mean, mm. just, uh, yeah. Inconsistent. Inconsistent. <clears throat> Uh, gods that you you're trying to constantly try to win mm. win over. I mean their yeah. favor. You're right. just trying to you just you sacrifice something in hopes of okay maybe they will then bless us. Uh, but then what is so unique then is Leviticus is uh, just such clear instructions from God uh, teaching the Israelites. I mean really I mean yeah he, he's making a way for them to be able to approach him with boldness and confidence because these Israelites, I mean, we see at the end of Exodus, they're, they're scared. They're distant. We don't, we don't want to draw near to God on the mountain. Uh, They're, they're scared, but then God is like, okay, I I will make a way for Mm. you guys to be able to come near to me and really just be, be with me. And, um, and then what's so special, especially when considering the neighboring, cultures is then i mean the the god of israel yahweh is then i mean just entirely predictable these all these sacrifices they are predictable Mm. uh it's not oh you're just trying to win favor of god and just kind of hope oh maybe he will then bless us but he's like no i'm i'm with you guys and i'm for you guys and that's that's predictable i'm reliable i don't i'm i don't change yeah um 
Yeah, it is. It takes just, the guesswork out of it. Yeah. Brings the yeah. consistency. And yeah. No more guesswork. It's pretty plain and simple. Yeah. And so for the Israelites then, <clears throat> I mean, uh, I mean, we, we read Leviticus now and it's like, oh, all these rules that you must follow yeah. to follow and draw near to God. But you have to realize for the Israelites who are, I mean, right now scared of God. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we don't know. How can we mm. trust him? How can we come near to him? Is he is he good or is he just going to strike us down? Right. Um, but so for them, the book of Le- Leviticus, for example, I mean, that is, that is good news. That is freeing. I mean, because now yeah. they know, oh, we, we get to draw near to God in confidence. Yeah. Um, wow. Yeah. Which, of course, I mean, we, we know, I mean, the covenant we live under now is, I mean, just infinitely right. uh, times better right. than Leviticus. But that was, man, just... God just making himself known more and more. Yeah. And so for them, that would have been such such good news. So even the opening chapters are about five different uh, offering types. Uh, and uh, like if you're studying it and understanding what's going on, I mean, you see God is giving them these offerings uh, as a gift to interact with him. And all these offerings are basically ways of just interacting with God. So uh, one is, I mean, uh, basically an offering of thanksgiving i mean you're just you want to bless god because you're mm. thankful for mm. what he's what yeah. he's done um i mean then you have other things i mean one is uh like a, a a fellowship offering and that's um you sacrifice something to to god and that that atones for how you've fallen short uh but then you you take part of your meat sacrifice your goat yeah. or whatever uh and then the priests give it back to you to then take and basically have a barbecue with your neighbors. I mean, yeah. it is, uh, so God is then teaching them, Hey, like I'm going to atone for your sins, but also I want you to mm. invite your neighbors into that as well. It's wow. not this individualistic yeah. culture, but I want to invite, I mean, community, community into it. Yeah. And I mean, other offerings are for specifically atonement and, um, man, when you fall in short, God will just wipe away, uh, your sin. Yeah. I mean, that for them, I mean, that is like mind-blowing right. if you're an Israelite that just grew up in Egypt, that God is like, yeah, I, I'm with you. I will atone. I, I mean, it's yeah. yeah, I got you. It's wiped. It's done. I mean, it's, it's incredible. Yeah. Um, and I mean, there's another offering, and that, that's the last I'll talk about, but that then like if you, if you wrong your neighbor, then – um, then you have to like make what is wrong right with that neighbor, but then you bring something also, uh, also to to God as a sacrifice, and that is basically teaching them like when you wrong wrong your neighbor, you're also wronging God. Mm. Uh, so I mean, man, just challenging for us. Hopefully today, I mean, it just challenges me. Like when I'm wronging my neighbor, if I'm not forgiving my neighbor, I mean, yeah, I'm also wronging God. Mm. I mean, I'm. Ah, oh, it's just just heartbreaking because yeah. that is God's heart is for, um, yeah, for all. Yeah, so dude, you got me fired up, it's man. Fun. This is so good. You're like my own personal Bible project. <laughs> I don't need Tim Mackey. I, wish. I, wish. I got uh, David Teal. Man, your passion coming through on something that most of us, including me. I would not be very passionate about just really brings life yeah. to God and yeah. God of the Old Testament that we just seem to kind of want to just, uh, I don't really, I get Jesus, but I don't get yeah. God. Uh, man, I just love it. That yeah. is really yeah. powerful. All right. Um, before we get to maybe one or two more quick ones, and I know Facebook maybe just uh, Grandma Teal's hanging around. We may not have everybody hanging in there. Hello, Grandma. All right. I know Chris and Samantha are probably watching somewhere too. So, um, but uh, do you want to describe any of the like sort of fun things you're going to do with yeah. Leviticus? Yeah, I do. <clears throat> okay, I do. good. Yeah, I'm thinking like. Yeah. Yeah, if any of our students are seeing this, uh, maybe it's a spoiler. Okay. So I feel like there's only one or two that okay. I, I might think we'll it. watch. So don't tell <laughs> don't anyone tell else. else. <laughs> um, but we're going to do something very different um, for the week. Of course, they're still going to study through Leviticus. It's going to be great. Yeah. Um, but we're going to try it. And this is the first year we're doing this. So it'll be a guinea pig sure, year. Sure, sure. Uh, but basically, we're going to try our best to... Uh, follow the Levitical law for the week. Wow. Um, so um, kind of what I'm 
Yeah, what I'm thinking right now is, I mean, we are going to build a, basically a tabernacle and the staff team. We're going to be the, the priest, uh, the students. They are the Israelites. And uh, what I'm thinking is we're going to uh, probably give like each student some, some snacks, basically, uh, some chocolate bars or something. Yeah. That then is going to represent basically their herd, their flock. Yeah. Um, and then over the week, I mean, the students, as they're studying the book, also are going to need to follow the Levitical law. So that is part of their study is, okay, I need to then follow it. So the things in Leviticus that make you uh, unclean, then suddenly you you are wow. unclean. So wow. if that means a couple of days you have to be um, outside of kind of these communal <laughs> yeah. gatherings, yeah. then I'm – Fortunately, that's that's what it means. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, no eating bacon for sure. If you're eating bacon, un, unclean. Yeah. Uh, and, I mean, that's a whole another 20 minutes of then why in Leviticus you have all these unclean things that we won't get into. Oh, man, but give us a minute. Oh, Can you do it? In, I mean, that's a great question. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want me to watch the clock and see if you can no, do like I mean, 90 I'll, seconds? I'll, I'll, I'll give – It'll like be 90 minutes. A, a minute, really. Okay. I right. mean just okay. – um, man, uh, I mean God <laughs> just in Leviticus as you have these Israelites coming from Egypt. Um, God is then needing to introduce himself because they don't, they don't know him. So that's yeah. also why I like Exodus 34, 6, and 7 because this is God's introduction. Yeah. Interesting. If he's Interesting. opening a podcast, that's what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, I like um, it. But so then, um, yeah, so he's introducing himself uh, and Leviticus. I mean, what it comes back a couple of times is, uh, I mean, yeah, uh, God is holy and therefore you must also mm. be holy. And what is holy? I mean, another whole hour conversation, but I mean, it's just this idea of being set apart or being different. Uh, one of the books I've been reading that, which is interesting how he kind of translates holiness himself is uh, like otherness. I mean, it's mm. being other. It's mm. not being a part of what is common, but it yeah. is different. It's set apart. So holiness is yeah. not uh, in itself perfection. It's not the direct mm. translation or anything, but it's it's other. It's being different. It's, yeah, it's good. It's, it's not being it's, – it's not common. Yeah, uh, So, yeah. yeah, so that is – a lot of Leviticus is mm. you have holiness and – um, and cleanness and also uncleanness. And it's um, basically Leviticus is then God teaching the people, like, I am different. So uh, you guys also need to live differently. You can't, if you want me to be your God, you can't then just live as the Egyptians wow. doing the things they do. Yeah. You need to live set apart because I mm. am set apart. I'm different. Uh, so a lot of the the rules then, uh, in Leviticus, I mean, reflect that in one way or another. Um, yeah, which then that, I mean, can be can be ours. But yeah. all these rules are teaching you like, okay, if I am to approach God, I need, need to be different. I need to mm. be set apart. Mm. I cannot carry anything that is unclean. So uh, that's also then like uh, the idea of like blood. That was, uh, if that's on you, you're unclean. Mm. Um, so if you're to approach God, you need to be clean, mm. um, which, uh, yeah, being clean doesn't mean sinless, but it's ritually clean. Yeah. I mean, oh, yeah. that's, that's a lot. Poor, yeah. But, uh, so then in our, uh, little, um, simulation, then yeah. that is basically going to be us in recreating this to just engage with the the book a bit more to understand what is happening. Yeah. And if I'm offering something, a Thanksgiving offering, how does that work? I'm thankful, but what goes to what? And how do I partake in that? Yeah. Um, which is exciting uh, and going to be fun. But then also then points to like, and this this is yeah. good for the Israelites, but also also falls short to, mm. I mean, just who, who Jesus is, who then mm. is the fulfillment of all these things. Um, Man, yeah, which is just incredible. So uh, the boldness and confidence that the Israelites could have, I mean, the boldness and confidence that Jesus gives us today is just, oh, so much better yeah. uh, that we can approach him even when we are ritually unclean. Still, we, yeah. still God mm. is dwelling uh, within us, and we, I mean, dwell in him. 
I mean, yeah, it's it's wow. incredible. So wow. also the intention is to, I mean, hopefully make the students interact with the law, but then see, whoa, but the law just falls so short compared to who who Jesus is. So, yeah. so it'll, be, uh, it'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll try it. Yeah. Dude, you got me fired up. All right. Uh, should we? We've got two episodes out of this. Okay. <laughs> I wonder where mom and Samantha are Long now. Longer. That's great. That is great. I just love it. I just love, uh, man, the passion again. All right. Do you want to try like a 30-second answer on one of these? We, yeah. See what happens? We can try. I mean, we can you know. try. All right. What do we got seven. here? Seven. Lucky number seven. There it is. Uh, wow. Another serious one. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> We've got stuff in here you would uh-huh. not believe, but uh-huh. uh, an influential book you recommend. Influential <laughs> okay. book you okay. recommend. Um, I'll try to answer that in 30 seconds. All right, do it. Um, Good luck. You're outside the of clock. the Bible, of course. Yes. Then, uh, it's a book called With, um, W-I-T-H, um, written by Sky Jathani. Um, and that is, oh, just awesome. Any of my friends would probably laugh at this moment because genuinely <laughs> in the last three months, I've probably recommended it over 20 times With. to someone else. Okay. Um, and that is uh, basically the, the whole idea of the book. It the looks, book is called With? It's called With, okay. W-I-T-H. Right. Okay. Uh, and it looks at five different heart postures we can carry okay. towards God. Yeah. And like, how do, how do we relate to God? Um, so basically then, uh, yeah, you have kind of four postures that fall short. That okay. is not wrong entirely, but just fall short to the life that Jesus wants for us. So these four, one is, if you can kind of picture directionally, positionally, one is um, above God. So this is the first posture and that's living as if like, yeah, you you don't, you don't really need him. Uh, You're living above him. You're doing whatever you think is right in your own eyes. Right. What he, what God thinks doesn't doesn't matter. I'm doing my own thing. Mm. Then in the mm. opposite direction, then is is under God. Um, so that is basically the idea of, um, yeah. If if I just live like under Him enough, if I follow His rules mm. to a T, then I will have peace and my life will be good. So it's kind of more uh, legalistic mm-hmm, Christianity mm-hmm. of if I just do everything right, if I'm as righteous right. as possible, then my life will be great. No sickness, no right. pain. Um, yeah. Suddenly if you have pain and sickness, you're like, why? I, I've done right. Ev- everything right, right basically. Right. Um, then you have uh, another uh, posture that is uh, from God. So that is mm. uh, basically viewing God as either and this is what Sky Jathani says is basically like um, uh, a divine therapist or mm. a cosmic vending machine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so one of the two, and that is just the, both the intention of like, okay, God, how can you add something to my life? Mm. How can you serve me? Mm. And I think for me, I often will view him as like a divine therapist. God, how can you make me grow? How, how can you add something <laughs> yeah. to my life? Um <clears throat> Or, but can be very practical. And God, how can you bless me with this? Oh, God, can you bring me whatever? Yeah. Um, so, and then the next one is living for God. So, I think especially people in ministry then can struggle with this of like, oh, if I if I just mm. do enough for Him, yeah. if I uh, go, if I'm radical enough, if I yeah. speak enough, if I pray right. for enough people, then I have identity and I have calling and it's, it's all about calling and that also falls short because it's, yeah, what you do for him Mm. doesn't affect, yeah, it's not, doesn't affect your worth. So then the final posture is living with, with God, with Jesus. And that is, oh man, I mean, just beautiful because suddenly your peace is just in the fact that Jesus is with you. It's not in any of the circumstances or what you can do or what he can do for you. Yeah. It's it's just, uh, yeah, the fact that he is in the boat with you. Mm. That is your peace. Yeah. Your peace isn't in whether the waves are calm or not. Your peace is in the fact that he is with you. So Sweet. Um, really, I mean, it, 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 it is challenging for me in a lot of great ways. Sure. I mean, each posture I could kind of find myself relating sure, in one yeah, way or yeah. another, which is awesome. I mean, because uh, then it's, oh, man, it just opened my eyes so much. And because of that, really for 20, maybe 20 people or more, I've said you should read yeah. this. So, I mean, I think 
of my friends, probably three or four have then been reading it in the last month. Nice. Um, and they are also loving it. So it's, nice. it's great. David yeah. Teal Book Club. I like book it. Book club, yeah. All right, should we do one more? I mean, I have to. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. <laughs> Woo! All right, number one. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. I'm just going to say for the record because we're not going to answer some of these. There are a few questions like best French fries. Oh come on! No, we got to do some of happen. those. It didn't happen. All right, give me best French fries, and then we'll do number one. I had many cows discuss. Was one of the questions. <laughs> Just mini cows discuss. Um, and uh, let's see. Yeah. And some music questions. Anyway, no. So give me okay. uh, best French fries one, two, and three. One, two, and then we'll three. go to number one. Um, one, two, and three. Best French yeah, fries. Best French fries. This isn't relatable. I'm sorry. But okay. then Dutch, uh, oh. Dutch fries. Yeah. Or I think must be oh, possibly the best in the world, which is weird. You're not going to think about that as, just blew as an American. Mind. It's incredible. Even, yeah, it's a bit thicker cut. And uh, it's, how have you not oh, mentioned this, I feel like? I think I have. Yeah, you probably I have. Think I have. I'm pretty yeah. old. I forget it's a lot okay. of things. Yeah, but it's, it's good. So in the Netherlands, fries will be a whole meal. So, I mean, you get a whole... Down for that. That's... Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Yeah, it's... <laughs> that's a meal. It's incredible. It's just... Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Then oh, for me, okay. number All two right. probably will be Whataburger. Is okay. it literally the second best fries in the world? No. no. <laughs> um, but, I mean, for me, that that's just home. So, it's yeah. it's just too good. Yeah. Um, okay. Fry, uh, McDonald's, I think, is overrated. Oh, wow. One of my friends. Okay. That he hurt. thinks He thinks they're the best really because hurt. you can go anywhere in the world and they're basically the same. And that Disagree. makes sense. Disagree. Okay. But okay. anyway, it's your question, not mine. Yeah, go but on. But I, I think, yeah, I just, I find wow. it. For me, most of the time okay. now, they're just a bit soggy. I, okay. I, I don't All know. Right. That's that's my experience. Okay. Um. So not McDonald's, so that leaves number three. Uh, yeah, probably vacant. Any like, like I'm thinking of what was it? Hop Dotties, maybe. But okay, they oh, just any garlic seasoned, parmesan uh, fries garlic parmesan. will get me. Garlic okay. parmesan. Okay, yeah. Hop Dotties. Yeah. Is that where you're going I, with I, your buddies tonight? Now maybe I should. Yeah. <laughs> maybe you should. Yeah, that's a good. One. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, and finally, this one was number one. Name an influential coach. Okay. Okay. Again, uh, not favorite, just influential, something that pops in your mind. Not and could be that could that's open question. Yeah. Name an influential coach. Yeah. Oh man. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I feel like the, mm. the first that comes to mind, of course I've had many who have right. also have been just huge blessings to me. Okay. Um but uh the one that comes to mind yeah, uh, can't wait. is I mean, just Coach Brandon, Brandon Rodriguez. Uh, yeah. Um, amazing coach. Amazing coach. Person. Yeah. I mean, okay. ended up being uh, when when I was four and we just signed up for like – Four years old. Yeah. A simple soccer league. Yeah. I mean, whatever. Sounds like a terrible parent moment. Four <laughs> years old, this kid can kick a ball and run. Let's go. <laughs> Sign him up. 365 days a year. But go on. Yeah. This so isn't about just simple parenting. soccer league. I mean, yeah. we're just put on a random team and yeah, happen to end, end up on uh, a team that is coached by an actual soccer coach yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. who just You're happens just to be coaching dad. because his son is yeah. – getting into soccer as a four-year-old. So, yeah, not just a dad, but is, right. I mean, skilled, qualified, yes. everything. And he ended up being my coach really until I was, I don't know, 16. Yeah. Um, and, oh, he was just just so kind, uh, loving. Um, yeah, but, I mean, just encouraging and yeah. uh, would would push would push me. I mean, it's not – yeah, just just great. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome, man. Yeah. That's awesome. I was uh, – I mean, when I think about all your great coaches, he is the one that – and he was with you for a long time, yeah. but he was just such a great coach. I am yeah. grateful for Brandon to this day. Yeah, so, me too. I mean, I yeah. just left it open, left it open for you. So, all right, last question, bonus question okay. six. Being back in San Antonio, besides just being in our house, what feels like home mm. for you? Man, of course, family, friends, okay. for sure. Okay, given, but uh, yeah. what I've really enjoyed. Yeah, I mean this this trip. Yeah. last last couple trips 
is is just going to different i mean sporting events different sports uh different games because uh, that just brings me back. So, okay. I mean, we just went to an Oklahoma football game. We that did. Unfortunately, lost. We did lose that game. We did lose. But, <laughs> um, man, that just brings me home because we would grow yeah. up. I mean, I grew up going to an OU football game, what felt like every year, every That's other what we year. Tried. Yeah. Um, and just being, oh, it just feels so. I mean, you just feel at home. Also, went to a Spurs game. Yes. Awesome with Wimby. Yes. I mean, just also felt, lost. Also lost. Yeah. That game. Not surprising. Uh, also, not, not surprising. surprising. <laughs> um, but just felt so at home. Yeah. One of the tiny things. Oh no. I <laughs> know. Uh, one of the tiny okay. things yeah. about. I think that makes me feel so at home. Yeah. And I don't even know why. Yeah. Not that like. Yeah. I think this is just such an American thing, uh, or North American is. Like commercial breaks, like the play stops, right? Yeah. Um, and then you're in the stadium and, I mean, the Jumbotron then doing all their little games <laughs> of like, I mean, just music. And like I, I, I told you at Spurs game or maybe Oklahoma, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. But I was just saying like, man, this is just like, I think the commercial break, like Jumbotron activities, yeah. I think that might be like outside of anything like spiritual itself yeah. like i think that's like peak humanity that is the best <laughs> you did moment of humanity because yeah. one moment you have this <laughs> four-year-old girl like dancing you did say that. in such yeah. a whatever crazy right. fashion so fun and she's yeah. just so free i right. mean it just makes right. no sense you're in a group of people like thousands whatever like who 40, care about people. what's going yeah on. but yeah. then suddenly yeah you're just on camera and then you just do the dumbest things four-year-old <laughs> does that then right after is like two like 22 year old like college guys yeah. or whatever yeah. having a crazy time right. then right after that is then like a 70-year-old grandma, grandma doing right. the exact same dance right. as all of them. I mean, it's literally, oh, it's just <laughs> like that is one of the things I could watch that for hours. I mean, that's just yeah. like so fun. Yeah. Suddenly, oh, man. That's amazing. It feels like everybody's at home in yeah. that moment, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like you're just you're just doing that's, whatever. It's fun. Yeah. That is great. It is so interesting just thinking like uh, when you care like about the OU game, like you care. Yeah. And then they're doing some <laughs> silly thing for two or three minutes. Yeah. Like it's, it's amazing. And then yeah. you're back to uh, – Intense. Yeah. You know. It's – yeah. Amazing. If we could somehow incorporate yeah. that into more areas of our life, that would be <laughs> great. Yeah. How do you do that? Yeah. I don't know. But – I mean, I what I hope, yeah. What, you what hope? I hope is that there's some aspect of that in heaven. I don't know what that looks like, that's but it, great. It, it, I think, oh man, that's it just needs awesome. to be there yeah, though. Yeah. Okay, man, that yeah. is awesome. All right, uh, we'll leave some of these questions just yeah. for you know tomorrow night at dinner. I'll ask All you right. a few others. I'm going to put right. it away, but uh, it away. great job. Uh, yeah, that was awesome, and. Uh, <laughs> We uh, yeah we got a radio show in radio show's twenty six minutes we're still going an hour and twelve minutes later so there it is that's something we're gonna turn this into part two like I said marksman all right love this guy so proud of who he is and his calling so proud of all of our kids and just blessed by who they are um, and who they are in Christ and uh, man just love you um, love the way God designed you and God made you and the gifts that He gave you. Um, it is such a blessing just to hear you talk about Leviticus, talk about Exodus, just talk about these things that, um, man, just to see your passion and how alive um, in Christ and in God you are is just so cool. So cool. So proud of you. Um, so anyway, just love you. you. Yeah. Love you um, anything you want to say before I close it out with the uh, signature very bold thing? No, you're good. I think not. Boomer sooner. Horns down. Sooner horns down. Yeah, I think that's all I can say. <laughs> oh my gosh. He just pulled off an Ethan Downs, a very bold radio and podcast. That was awesome. The whole man. time. I should the have done this. The whole the hour whole and 12 minutes. <laughs> oh, Missed opportunity. Hey, Next you'll summer. be on again. You'll Next be on summer. again. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully this summer. All right, uh, man, uh, just want to say to you guys in 2024, man, think about 
think about God. Think about Jesus. Think about the loving kindness. Think mm-hmm. about, I love what David was talking about just, and maybe we've talked about it before, but the consistency. You know, we tend to just sim- simplify too much and just think God of the Old Testament different than what Jesus is. Really love Jesus, but God, mm, so angry. But man, what what David really touched on is the consistency and that loving kindness that we can't even define in English words. Mm-hmm. Just revealed again and again, man, just want to hear you talk more about that. But uh, I want you to think about that, and I want you to think about um, who he is, and I want you to remember times in your life that he has been that way to you, um, whether it's through the Scripture, whether it's through uh, an, a, an act of service or love from somebody else, somebody just caring and being compassionate towards you. I want you to think about those moments and give praise to God. Those are a gift for you. Um and uh, I want you to think about just in your own life when God has shown up. And again, sometimes we just think, oh, man, he didn't dramatically show, show up. But maybe he showed up in a whisper. Maybe he encouraged you in just some small way, but it was an important way. Would you think about that? Would you meditate on that? Would you remember that? Would you take that right now to God and just say, Abba, Father, thank you for the times that you've been so loving and kind towards me, so faithful to me, so committed to me? Would you just do that? Would you do that? When we do that, when we remember these things, it just elevates our attitude, elevates our hearts, just elevates our mindset, just where we need to be to be with God in all of this. Mm -hmm. So the reason we're called Very Bold Radio and Podcast, Very Bold Ministries, Very Bold Scrapping, Very Bold Athletes, Very Bold Coaches, we keep going is because uh, just one day as I was reading the scripture, just those two words, very bold, just popped out to me. And it's where the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 3.12. And he's thinking about, man, just the incredible surpassing glory of God. And, and that's what I want you to think about. And then he says this, and this allows you to be very bold in your prayer life, in your walk with God, in your understanding his forgiveness, in your being compassionate towards others. We remember all that God is as much as possible, then we get to be very bold. And the Apostle Paul was so very bold. And this is what he said, 2 Corinthians 3.12, Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are very bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.